to the Healthy Tech Talk show today, we're going to be talking about the, the, the time of your life when you want to take that beautiful computer that you've got, that you love so much, and throw it out the window, and then go downstairs and see all the pretty little pieces scattered on the cement or the lawn or wherever it, it happened to hit on the ground. So we're going to be talking about computer straps. So join me. I think you're going to find this a really fascinating podcast. We're going to break it down in other shows as well. But, you know, there's so <laughs> these shows could go on forever because <laughs> computer straps is really out there. And it really gets a hold of, uh, of your mind and your body and your emotions and everything. So enjoy the podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Healthy Tech Talk. Today's topic is going to be called Computer and Techno Stress Just Scratching the Surface. Ah, yes, because you know, this entire show, for the entire existence of this show, we're going to be talking about taking your stress levels down. Uh, by the way, all packed up, ready to go to Alaska. <laughs> I almost said Hawaii. <laughs> No, we're getting on a cruise ship and we're going to Alaska. And let me tell you, um, I have never ironed so many shirts in my life. We, uh, I've got, I'm taking 15 shirts for a 10-day cruise. Now, you figure that out. I mean, I don't, I don't quite understand the math there, but hey, uh, a little bit overkill. Anyway, here we go with the show. Uh, today I'm gonna I'm gonna fly solo because Pat, my lovely wife, is finishing up some work for her clients, and then she's packing for the Alaska cruise. We go on and um, see. Here's the thing: communication from any help desk is extremely, extremely crucial. And uh, I want to share with you a frustrating experience that I had with the cruise ship help desk. I just finished a podcast regarding help desks and what can go wrong between clients and the help desk rep. So let me let me tell you a little story about our luggage. So here we are. I'm going through the pages on the cruise ship because I want to know how much luggage you can take. So I asked my travel agency and they said, oh, they take a couple of suitcases. Well, that, that didn't answer my question. My, my question was, how much luggage can I take on this cruise? And so what I did was uh, we phoned the cruise line. And she said, oh, that's easy. Um, 200 pounds per couple, so 100 pounds per person. And I thought, oh, man, I'm in trouble because my podcasting equipment, my my uh, Pelican case, and the foam for the podcasting equipment weighs in at like 40, 45 pounds so, uh, without the equipment in it. And so I'm halfway there, and I haven't packed anything. That's just the weight of my Pelican case for my electronics. So by the time, and I weighed my, my uh, Pelican case fully loaded, and it comes in at about 65, 70 pounds. So that means I've got 30 pounds left. So my other suitcase weighs, what, 15 pounds? So I've got 15 pounds for clothing? I mean, it just didn't seem right. It did. See, and I was getting panicky. My wife was getting panicky because she wasn't taking podcasting equipment, so 100 pounds was, was fairly reasonable. She could live with it. But I was in a little bit of a conundrum. So I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, and I thought, you know what? It, it doesn't sound reasonable to just limit somebody to 100 pounds 
of personal effects on a 10-day cruise. I mean, what do people, when they go on world cruises, what do you do? I mean, hundred you, you buy everything? It's ridiculous. So I phoned the cruise line again. And I said, this time I had to phone the captain's line. And I said, look, I, oh, oh, I got to back up. I got to back up. So I phoned the cruise line again. And I get a different person. And they said, no, you can take as much on board as you want. They never weigh it. He says, I've been on seven or eight different cruises. They never weigh anything when you go on a cruise line. So you can take like as, as much as you want. Show up with 16 suitcases if you want. That answer, so this is, okay, so this is two times I phoned the help desk, right? That answer didn't sit well with me either, because I don't want a surprise. Because if I do show up with 16 suitcases, not that I'm going to, but if I do, could I be turned away? I mean, what am I going to have to be forced to leave behind? You, you know what I'm saying? So I phoned, there's a special help desk phone number for the captain's club if you've cruised before so I, so I phoned them and I and she was really polite and I said look I'm not a captain's club member however I really 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 need a straight answer from you guys how much luggage can you take on a cruise and she said oh that's simple 200 pounds per person and I said well you know here, here's the thing I've got two completely different stories from you guys one person said 100 pounds per person which is a very light amount. And I just explained to her about my, my Pelican case. And I said, and the other guy, I just hung up the phone. And here's his name. He says, there is no weight limit. So what am I supposed to do? This is my third call for one simple answer. And she says, oh, search right on our website. Da, 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 da. And she went to the website and she gave me the address. And uh, sure enough, 200 pounds per person. Well, that is reasonable. But you see, we didn't see it. It was buried. The information was buried so deep that I had to make three phone calls. And you know what? To be honest with you, if I had to listen to that first person that said 100 pounds per person, I would have been able to take my podcasting equipment and maybe two shirts and, and a pair of underwear and a pair of socks on a 10-day cruise. I mean, come on. It was ridiculous. So, so you know, my last podcast was about call centers. And how it's extremely important when somebody asks you a specific question, a specific question, that you give them the correct answer. And can you imagine if my wife and I would have followed those rules and she showed up and I showed up and we had 100 pounds per person when we could have had 200 pounds per person, which was which is the, the regulatory act, 200 pounds per person. So that's 400 pounds between the two of us in luggage. That's reasonable. But uh, I'm telling you, you know, something like that can put a real damper in your trip. If you pack for half of what you think you, you can take, you know, that, that's a big effect. So the cruise line, that help desk, have got to do a better job of training their people. It's it's cut and dry. It's black and white. Because I asked her three times. And my wife was on the other phone too. So my wife was a witness. How my, The first call was, how much luggage can a person take on? Oh, 200 pounds per couple. That's 100 pounds per, per person. And and it was black and white there. So I, I, you know what? Don't get me started. Because when I worked at the call center, that kind of information was extremely crucial to clients. If you were solving somebody's technical issue and you gave them a wrong answer like that, boy, oh boy, you were in trouble. So uh, anyway, a little rant and rave. But I mean, hey, you know, I mean, you're planning for a big trip and uh, you have to leave half your luggage behind. That's no good.
I'm done now. <laughs> My little mountain rave. We can get on with the show. <laughs> okay, this show is going to be about computer stress and how it differs from other daily stress. And here's the thing that I will promise to you. I'm not about to suggest that there's a quick fix for this kind of stress. There is no one product or service or gizmo that I can give you to instantly take away the tech stress that everyone can suffer from. That's impossible. It will be based on a collection of things that we almost take for granted every day. For example, posture, diet, breathing, lighting, awareness, and the ability to relax are the cornerstones, the cornerstones of healthy computing. Computer stress will not go away overnight. It will take time and effort, changing of habits, and a willingness to try some new patterns in your life in order to chip away at the tech stress. My podcast today is expressly limited to my personal experience as a tech for over five years and a call center tech for three, sharing stories about around the water cooler or the lunch with colleagues and listening to what the people had to say as well. Because there are so many ways in which computer and gadget stress can sneak up on you. Yeah? You, you agree? That's why you're listening to the show, yes? Hopefully. There is the stress of hardware that breaks down. The stress of software you got to learn it, and then you you got to live with it. You're finding out all about its quirks and much, much more. Then there's the other human stuff that brings your physical body aches and pains that can be disastrous. So without further ado, adieu, <laughs> without further ado, I would like to present a concept that will help you when things virtually fall off the technology wagon. I have mentioned this before in other podcasts, but it's worth saying again. When I taught basic and advanced troubleshooting at the technical call center, I would get the agents to write this saying down. And it's one that you should write down on a piece of paper and tape it to your monitor so you can see it every single day. Are you ready? Okay. Write this down if you want to. Never give anyone the authority to upset you. That includes your PC or any other technical machines that you work with. You see, whenever you get upset, you tend to lose a little bit of control of yourself. We've all been there. We've all snapped occasionally. And sometimes it works for us, but most of the time it doesn't. When you snap, I mean. (laughs) When I studied various types of relaxation, it was just a matter of continually reminding myself to actively choose to relax before, before I got upset. Now, the obvious question would be, how do you know when you will become upset, right? And that's a fair statement. Here's what I did. I practiced relaxing every few minutes during the day. Now, when I first learned this concept, I'll tell you, if I, if I had to keep track of how many times that I physically had to remind myself during the day, I'll bet you it was 1,000 or 1,500. It was a lot. Now, you're going to say to me, Rick, I don't have time to fit everything into my life as it is. If I have to remember how to relax or to relax, it's just one more thing that I have to deal with and fit into my schedule. Well, that's true. But remember, in the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned that you may have to change your habit pattern slightly in order to achieve more benefit than you're getting now. When I forced myself to relax every few minutes throughout my day, I was astounded and how much time I actually gained back. It sounds a little bit silly, but the more I slowed my day down, 
the more effective I became. I quit smoking using the very same principles. I would take full, deep, revitalizing breaths every few minutes, and after one complete eight hours of doing this, I felt a huge difference in my stress levels. Keep in mind that the stress is still there. It's still the exact same type of stress that you had before you relaxed. It's just now you can view, treat, and manipulate the stress with much more oxygen in your body. And when I did this the first day, I was completely exhausted because it's a lot of work. <laughs> I slept really, really well because all that fresh oxygen, I got a little, even a little lightheaded. But let's continue. The hardware is still going to break down and the software will still need to be learned. But when you let some of the physical tension out of your body, you have changed your personal saturation tension saturation point. After a couple of days of full deep breathing, I knew that I was on to something. So my advice to you is that you try it for a day or two and see if you get any exciting results. Of course, you have a choice to make. Keep doing what you're doing and allow the stress to stay in your body longer than it needs to or try something different. Even if you don't agree with me, I need to tell you that I used the exact same system to quit smoking without any withdrawal symptoms at all. It worked like a charm. Instead of having a smoke, I just took several deep breaths. Don't worry, I won't leave you hanging on this one. If you try it and are disappointed with the results, keep in mind that I'm putting together a seminar system to teach users how to completely and thoroughly relax when using computers and gadgets. Everyone inherently knows that if, if they relax, life usually gets better because stress doesn't have much to stick to, for lack of a better term. Throughout the entire lifespan of Healthy Tech Talk, we will be bringing you as many ways as we can think of to control and or diminish the stress and tension computer users have to endure. The idea that uh, I shared with you was just by using your breath to relax seems a bit basic and elementary, don't you think? That is until you talk to some of my Tai Chi friends that have been practicing their breathing techniques and they tell me that you can learn the basics of Tai Chi breathing in a couple of years. Just the art of breathing takes a couple of years in Tai Chi. It's, it's not just the breathing that we need to be concerned about. It's all of the related and connected stuff that needs to be considered as well. You, you need to send a signal to all of your body parts and areas to relax when you breathe. And that can take some time. This particular podcast is just the tip of the iceberg. My advice is to visit our podcast program regularly because we will open up a discussion on the show, talk about some possibilities, then find an expert in the field that we're discussing and have them on the show, and then link several shows together so you can enjoy the content in bite-sized chunks. See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the seminar on the road, seminar system on the road. And I'm going to videotape it. And then I'm going to take the most powerful sections or the sections that people are interested in the most and I'll put it together on video and I'll put it together on audio and I'll share little snippets with you. Because all of my training when I, when I taught reflexology, when I taught holistic health, when I did Tai Chi and I combined that 
into a program on relaxation for the computer user, I, I had to do it a couple of different ways. You know, <laughs> I live in Abbotsford, and it is so funny because I love to be connected through technology on the web and through podcasts, video and audio, and and uh, all all social media, the Facebook and LinkedIn and MySpace and, and email and things like that. And we, <laughs> we live we live in a farming community, right? And a couple of different people have said, "What's a podcast?" What is a podcast? And these are young people. These are not. These are nineteen-year-old college students. You know, I mean, okay. Now you might think that's a little bit surprising, but I thought, all right. So let's show them what a podcast is. Let's take the seminar system out in the road. Put together some really great content. I'm talking some smoking hot content, and show people how much fun it can be. A to use technology. B how to combat the stress that goes with technology. And I thought, okay, so in, in the future, we're going to talk about even learning software programs can be stressful. We'll bring in experts in the various software programs, like the major software programs, and say, you know what, this is confusing. I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. I love to use, to build uh, web pages, with front page. It's a Microsoft front. I just love it. And it's easy to manipulate. And I, I'm familiar with it, and I can get around in it, and I feel comfortable with it and confident with it, and I really enjoy using front page. Well, I had to go over to WordPress and start learning WordPress. Oh, my goodness. It, it, it just it, it floored me because it, on the surface, you start playing around and you think, uh, no, this is not exactly intuitive. This isn't as easy as front page. I can't believe I'm saying <laughs> this about a Microsoft product, that a Microsoft product is easier to use than somebody else's. But uh, I, I was really, and still am, struggling with WordPress. And so, but the thing is, though, you have to struggle until you get it right. And, you ha- and, and block off an area of your life that you'll never get back <laughs> and dedicate that area of your life to learning that program. And there are, and I went on, on the web and I bought a couple of books and my wife and I put our heads together and said, okay, we, we have to learn this. It's not a question of should we learn this? Is it frivol- frivolous for us? No, we have to learn this for our business. So we, we have to get very, very serious. So there's motivational things there too. But, um, We'll bring on experts on, say, for example, if you're having a real hard trouble learning any program, give us an email at uh, healthytechtalk at gmail.com. That's stressful to anything that causes you stress when using technology. It can be the silliest little thing that maybe somebody else is going through, too. So give us an email, healthytechtalk at gmail.com, and we will research it. And we'll bring on the experts, and we'll uh, read your email on the on the air, and we'll get it done for you. So um, stay tuned for the next part of the podcast because it is the technical part of the podcast. Hey, this is this has a, a technical part. I would never leave you without the technical part of the podcast, so don't worry about that. So, <laughs> but we have to do it in snippets. Um, because sometimes my wife is here, sometimes she's not. That's a snippet when she is available. My schedule is so crazy that uh, I have to sit down and do this in snippets as well. So um, hang on for the next part 
I think you're really going to enjoy it. But until then, next time, this is uh, Rick Holland for Healthy Tech Talk. We'll see you in a, in a bit. Bye-bye.